0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the Lucky Dog Podcast. This is your host, Elias Roush. Today we are discussing Titans, Season 1, Episode 7, Asylum. Here's a synopsis. When the messenger reveals that Rachel's birth mother is alive and being held captive by the organization in a mysterious psychiatric facility, Rachel is determined to rescue her. But once inside, the Titans are faced with their deepest vulnerabilities and fears. So... That's a pretty great synopsis. This podcast is sponsored by Elias Roush Media, photo, video, media. So today we are going to discuss probably my favorite episode of Titans thus far. I have been blown blown away by probably the acting and cinematography and camp like dire- the, the technicals of this, the directorial uh, debut of Alex Klamo's. Um, she's really brought a nice new feel to the Titans. It's not so much in like it's bringing it in a different direction, but it's bringing it in like a much more grounded feeling with uh, the rest of the Titans. So the reason I really gravitated to this this episode is because they make you feel for these characters now. I think that the direction that... uh, is brought really sh- makes these characters shine. I didn't think Brendan Thwaites had it in him to bring uh, any sort of dramatic uh, weight, uh, and tegan Croft. My goodness, th- th- and Ryan Potter. I think um, uh, I really thought these three were were kind of lacking in the last couple episodes. I I, I had no problem with uh, Anna Drop, but. I thought that Tegan Croft and Ryan Potter and Brendan Thwaites were, they weren't showing their their highest um, acting calibers, you know what I'm saying? But this this episode brought it. it. It it brought the it brought the fire. It brought the heat. Um, the direction, the cinematography, the uh, the the way the cameras positioned in in the hallways and when people are being tortured and being people are being. Uh, there there's a there's a lot of like tough situations where where the camera work could be shown um, in a very stagnant way but the way this is directed it is uh, it's engaging it makes you feel like you're going through this asylum uh, ride it is um, it was incredible to watch I I I was practically standing up the majority of it I had I was watching on an iPad Um, my biggest complaint would be um, the Robin at the end. First of all, he was juiced up with like 300 CCs of whatever they are giving him. But on top of that, the the violence and the choreography with the the beat down in the hallway just really wasn't up to snub and up to par as the last couple episodes. So I'd say uh, I was a little bit more impressed with Robin's work in the previous episodes. But other than that, I thought from a dramatic, from dramatic uh, tension, from uh, story beats, uh, from acting, I thought this was the best so far Titans episode. And I I think that's saying a lot. I think that if we can hit this bar on every episode and the action, it, I, I mean, I, I'm in, I'm in. I can see people paying for this show and and enjoying it. Um, the last few episodes, I hadn't really talked about the cinematography too much, but the, the, the cinematography really is, is beautiful. And I think it's what's really lending itself to a different look and style than a lot of just regular television shows. And I think that uh, I'd say normal television. When I say normal, I mean stuff you see on, like, you know, Spike... or I guess Spike TV doesn't doesn't have it anymore. But uh, what used to be regular USA before they had, like, Prime stuff, like uh, The Center and Mr. Robot, but, you know, like Burn Notice or something. Um, let me think. Um, what's on TBS that is not, like, a comedy? But, oh, um... A lot of the, a lot of that TBS stuff is going to reality now, I guess. But, anyways, the Titans episode really thrives on uh, having a stylistic flair, and now it's bringing some uh, emotional beats, and so I I really enjoyed seeing um, seeing how they were getting out of these. I don't know, situations they were putting each other in, or the, the, the asylum people were putting them in. Um, you know, Starfire was being worn down. Um, Robin was being uh, juiced up with some, I don't know, some sort of serum that was helping, that was making him recall his uh, past or something like that. Um, it, it's not really his past. It's more like his, it's sort of his past, but also a younger version of himself and uh, what he's kind of become. And, uh, kind of making them face their fears kind of thing. Like I said in this, the, the description, um, that was really cool. And then at, it, there's a couple twists that happened throughout this episode that are really subtle. And I, I it made it feel like a mini movie. Like, Ooh, whoa, wow. Ooh, you know, just like, damn. Uh, I don't know if we knew that the messenger, uh, was Raven's mother or sorry, Raven's, uh, father, uh, re played by Reed Burnley plays the messenger, Dr. Adamson. Um, we find out very subtly that that is the father of Raven and she's evidently killed him. Um, does she have any repercussions coming, you know, for, for that? Does she, does she necessarily care? Um, there was a lot of things about it that just kind of seemed really just like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Um, we also had the asylum doctor, played by Rachel Crawford. I'd say this felt like such a, a high, t- high tense episode that I almost wanted the bad guy to match up with the type of torture that was being uh, brought upon these uh, the Titans. You know, it felt like they were going through really torturous, uh, terrible situations. And when it came down to it, it was really just a, an ass whooping that they could have given this la- this, this, this whole facility. And, uh, and it would have been fine. And uh, I don't know. It, it seemed... My, my thing about the Titans is that they are, as a team, they're way too strong. So that's why they always have them to separate them and uh, kind of single them out and use their weakness against them. But, as when once they're together, it almost doesn't even make sense for anyone to get hurt um so that would be probably one of my biggest complaints just from a overar- overarching narrative that they are practically invincible raven can can heal things and uh take away that healing um so what I mean by that is we saw the her father slice his neck and say heal me heal me at the beginning he's like Ugh. and then it shows like uh, her hands around his neck and all of a sudden it starts to heal and uh, the wound starts to to seal up and he's all of a sudden fine again um so we find out at the very beginning that she can she can completely heal something which we kind of knew earlier in the early in the couple episodes but by the end of this uh, end of the episode we find out that she can, Take that healing away just like that. Just like that. And basically it's like she never healed him. Um, That's a really interesting power. It's like Raven has um, powers that are unforetold. So it's kind of ambiguous to what exactly she can do. Um, Gar. The actor Ryan Potter excellent work excellent work i thought the direction really brought his uh, emotion to the forefront i'd really kind of been uh hesitant on saying too much about him because i didn't think he was like a bad actor or anything he just wasn't given much to do and i thought he was going to be more of a love interest to uh raven but um i really liked what they did with this episode and they really brought the um like i said the emotion forward of what would happen if you actually attacked a person if you turned into a a tiger and then attacked somebody um because one that was brutal as hell i thought the the transformation of guard to the uh, tiger was superb uh they shot it in a way that it didn't look ridiculous like right in the middle of the day they did it and it's it's darker um They had the camera position, so you mostly just saw what was happening to the person, uh, to the, to the the guy, the guy they were attacking, and, uh, it was scary as hell. It honestly gave me, uh, flashbacks of the Revenant with, uh, 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 y'all know if you've seen the Revenant, but, um, my God, it was, it was brutal, and, uh, the reaction, I think, was appropriate as well, especially because he's a vegan, I believe, um, let's see starfire i so starfire hmm. this episode didn't exactly let starfire um shine is that like too <laughs> is that too on the nose um i just kind of thought it was too obvious that they were going to drain her for her power and then obvious and then um, it went into like some sort of tor- torture mode, but we really don't see what the torturing is. Um, we, we kind of see that they're trying to see what kind of regeneration, um, power she has. And evidently they are like doing like a laser on her stomach and stuff like that. But it didn't seem like they were trying to do anything with her. Like, I understand they were trying to understand the powers and abilities of the Titans, but I didn't. I, I guess I wanted more of a scientific angle to it so that we could see what they were trying to extract from her. It just seemed like they were just poking at her, seeing if what, what what would happen. And uh, ultimately was not as interesting as the rest of the storylines. And uh, given she's the most powerful, I don't know. It, it, something about it just uh, it didn't play as smooth as the rest of the storylines. Um but I still liked the visual, the visuals we got with her. I always like when she powers up. I think the visuals of uh, her green eyes and um, you know the, the CGI that goes along with her matches pretty well. Um, it's not really overdone in my opinion. Um, I would say the costuming. What is with the costuming? I don't really understand why everyone changes costume except Starfire has a brand new outfit every every episode and it doesn't really show her ever like changing or anything like that she's always just got like a fresh new outfit fresh new nails and just looking great fabulous um but gar's on the same clothes um raven's in the same clothes robin's in the same clothes uh the, the that doesn't really make much sense to me um gar was in a cage cannot why was gar in a like, a really wide-ass barred cage, and knowing that he can turn to anything, if I remember correctly, he could turn into a bird, he could turn into a mouse, he could, he could have just ran away, it didn't, it did not make sense to me why Gar s- stays solely a, uh, a tiger all the time, I'm pretty sure we've seen him turn, turn into a, a, a pigeon or something like that, or a bird already, haven't we, earlier, um, I thought it was a couple episodes ago we had seen that, we had seen that. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, that that was one thing that bothered me. Um, let's see, Angela's mother. Uh, not really sure what to think about her too much. There's not, we're not giving We're not given any information about um, why she's really that important, except for that uh, that she was trying to hold her hold raven back away from uh her father which is i guess reminiscent of real life type situations but this is like to the nth degree i mean now the mother's in the asylum and the, the father's like trying to kill all these people and it's just a great situation so um yeah it was ultimately the bad guy was kind of not was kind of bleh um the reasoning why we got Angela out there I hope it's not just like a all right you know uh, I hope it's a good one or she gets killed or something like that I'm not gonna there's so many movies where they they save the person and that person gets killed immediately so it's almost like oh my gosh why do we do this so um I would say it felt like I watched two episodes in this in this time span I what they're only like 40 minutes each or something like that but this one literally felt like I was watching a movie length. And I probably could have watched an actual movie of Titans in Asylum. I mean, if we would have had a, more, a little bit more time, we probably would have gotten the... Um, well, definitely, I think they would have explained a little bit more of Starfire stuff. Um, let me think. The Asylum Lady, I think that she was completely, um, like set to the side like she's just so unimportant um okay so i is angela the uh rachel's mother like have powers or something like that because one thing about the asylum is i was so surprised how well equipped they were to handle uh you know this this craziness that the Titans can bring upon, you know? Um like who has a Starfire room where they can put an individual and make sure they can't absorb, you know, the sun or something like that? It just seemed like all it was really convenient that they had all of these torture quote unquote torture devices in places for all of the Titans. I guess it was really just Starfire and Gar, but um and Robbins is kinda generic um and ravens was not really in a torture de- device but um yeah i just thought that overall technically this was an absolute masterpiece of a titans show i think this is what we want to get on most of the episodes with the exception of i just want one or two long takes when we're fighting that's that's really all i asked for i i i was counting how many edits there were in the Robin fight. It was like almost every time someone got hit, it was like cut, 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 cut. And I was like, damn it. I was like, I, I wanted to give this like this, you know, the highest of the highest medals, like one of the best of the year. But, uh, I think that fight just does not quite cut it at the very end. But other than that, I thought it was superb episode. Superb. Um, I think I did say masterpiece. I think it's a superb episode. So it's slightly under a masterpiece, but um, still really good. Um, anything else? The next episode we have is Donna Troy coming up. Um, yeah, and then uh, Hank and Dawn after that. So, yeah, I'm 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 really excited about Titans coming up. It, it it it's not a show I was expecting to like, and expect especially the the characters. Um, definitely was not expecting that. So. Um, I do think DC fucked up a little bit by not selling this show to uh, YouTube or something. I think they definitely should have teamed up with uh, another streaming streaming service so that they can get this up in the air. Because I don't know if people are willing to pay six, seven bucks a month to access one television show. And I can totally understand that. So, um... I know it comes with other stuff, so uh, if I'm missing anything, if I got some stuff wrong, if my critiques are a little bit off, you don't agree, if you have a different critique, if you have something else, comments, questions, concerns, let me know at theluckydogpodcast at gmail.com. Check us out. Notes, show notes, provide anything you need to know. Thank you, and take it easy.